Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. What a day we've oh. had today, Woods. <laughs> Sorry. It's been huge. I can't look at you seriously. I feel like I'm no, a bit I... of a tradie walking around no. here. Got my blunnies on. They're a bit scuffed up. There's a bit of FCR over here. Probably it's need not to fix actually that, called... fellas. That's a bit of a hazard. It's not called SFCR. It's just oh, called not... gravel. Finally crushed rock, FCR. It's not, FCR. actually. And There's you were metal told... dust over oh. here. There's metal dust. We've got the... Boys and girls out the back doing a bit of landscaping as well. Let me just put my leg up on this pile of dirt. Look like I'm professional. It's actually embarrassing. You know, and if I can paint the picture, this is what I've had to... Thank God it's a long weekend. I think I need an extra break from you. Good. I love you like a brother, but... Good. Go, oh, good. Oh, good. good. He's Go wearing on. fake blunnies. They're not they're They've been blunnies. polished. They blunnies. haven't seen a bit of dirt in I'll their life. There is no steel cap, which anyone would know. You only have steel cap on steel caps on a job site but we have been out at the build up Tassie charity house which you'll find more about tubes anytime someone walks past with food he has a look inside their lunchbox you would have been at school you would have been someone that what? convinced people to give you their lunch no 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 we had we had trade-offs we had all that sort of stuff going <laughs> oh yeah you what would a have great been day we've seen today oh. Woody all jokes aside it's been sensational to be out here at the build up Tassie charity house with helping 50 young Tasmanians get a pathway through their career into the construction industry. We spoke with so many different people. We spoke with tradies, young people who are starting their journey with Build Up Tassie, trying to figure out exactly which trade they're going to go for. And it's been sensational. I've had such a humbling experience out here today. It's been great to meet a lot of those young tradies that this whole charity is about, which is about helping people that have had an unfair start in life, giving them the encouragement, the tools, and the support on all levels to get a trade, yep. choose. And so that has floored me today. It's been unbelievable. Here's what you missed. This is Woody and Tubes. Let's not forget, it's Woody Tubes and Justin this morning. We are live from just around the corner, but uh, Woody and Tubes, guys, you're coming from a different corner today. It's just the three of us, JCP, <laughs> and over a hundred builders, contractors, and supporters are going to be here for a big breakfast as well. We are at the build-up Tassie House. Yeah, this is amazing. I, we've seen this from when they put the first shovels in the yeah. ground, Woody. It's now at a point where they're thinking about doing the landscaping, but they are celebrating all of those folks that have donated every single little piece of material, time in-kind support, all that stuff today here at Herdsman's Cove with a breakfast for all the tradies and all the suppliers. They're expecting it's... over 100 people. And me. <laughs> and so I hope they've catered for about 120. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. I'm no joke. With my brother, when he, if we know he's coming for a roast, we cook an extra chicken just for him. Extra extra spuds too. It's just, it is a lot and it's almost dangerous. It's like feeding a wild animal. That's what it's say, like watching him. I've got to say, you, it oh. feels like yesterday that we we were out here yeah. putting a shovel in the ground with the, the team at Build Up Tassie, with some of those apprentices, those young, vulnerable yeah. people who have got into trades through this program. We only did a politician's shovel, though. They put the shovel in, take the picture, and then they walk off. 
Yeah, well, we're not Come qualified, on. really, well, to use this shovel, are you we? You only lasted as a bricklayer for half a day in another world. We've got to get to that. Well, it was, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough for half tough. a day. Um, we, we're so excited to be here and... Really, all the, so this house, if you don't know about it, it's going to be auctioned off with all the proceeds going to help support Tassie's young and vulnerable and give them a kickstart in the industry as well. So it is incredible. The whole thing has been built off Tassie businesses and supporters and volunteers. 100% donated is yeah. my understanding, Woody. And like you said, that, those young, vulnerable Tasmanians that have got a hand up, not a hand out. That's yeah. what I love about the Build Up Tassie program is that it supports young kids getting into the trade and construction industry. And we've spoken with numerous people over the journey of this house getting built. We're going to do it all again and talk about how it's made them feel to see the finished product. Let's check in with Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsroom. Morning, Tess. Morning, Tess. She hasn't got her headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a bit of a, a bit of a mess in the studio. Man, and my apologies. Four but ways aren't got, complicated. Um, Gagebrook Waterbridge is a food co-op who is, you know, trying to help relieve people who are struggling to pay their groceries at the moment with this huge cost of living crisis. And they're calling on the government for more support because they say if they don't get more funding at the moment, they're going to have to close their doors. And it's a story that we're hearing a couple of times around Hobart in the south, all across the state really, um, is that, you know, some of these some of these cooperations are struggling to help. Yeah, we know that everyone is struggling with the cost of living these days, but a lot of people are struggling with food insecurity and a lot of people are struggling with the cost of power as well and electricity and choosing between heating and eating, Tessa. Is there any relief as far as what the government have planned for people with food security with these charities? Uh, she cannot hear a word you're saying, so I feel I feel like that. Uh, I feel like the guy with the ponytail. No, no, I feel like the guy with the ponytail. Can, like can the you ponytail. answer that? Yeah. I was going to say, I just feel like the guy with the ponytail that was employed during COVID to do all the sign language. <laughs> Don't dodge the question, JCP. I wasn't minister. Li- I wasn't listening. <laughs> what is what is happening with food insecurity? <laughs> That's okay. We'll leave that part there, Tess. The one thing we were going to talk about, tubes, was the uh, CEO of the. Jack Jumpers. Yeah. What so, is going on? Simon Brookhouse and the Jack Jumpers have mutually agreed to part ways. Larry Kesterman, the owner of the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, has made a decision to part ways, as I said, with, with Simon Brookhouse. It's an interesting and shocking, almost, uh, decision made by the Jackies. I think the way it's been centred has been around... Larry Kesterman wants to sell the Jack Jumpers and wants to give the new owner opportunity to employ a new CEO. I'm not entirely sure why this has happened. Like I said, it's a little shocking. Not in it's a shocking decision that they've made, as in it's shocking that they've decided to do that. It's shocked me that Simon Brookhouse, he's been there since the start, since before they even had a team. He was the first employer that they announced as far as the Jackies go. I, I enjoyed his company. He was a, a, a good operator from everything I could I could see. But um, it's an interesting decision at the end of this season to to say, no, sorry, Simon, you're down the road. And I think it was a mute by the by the reports and the the. Uh, press release that came out oh, that no, it was no, a no. mutual decision. No, you no, it wasn't. Was pushed? No, I read the read when it says we accepted your resignation. <laughs> I've done that before, and I was fired. 
So I'm just saying, when it came out, we have accepted Woody's resignation from yeah. breakfast. It was a firing. Just be so careful that's of why today's press release, Woody. Okay, we've got okay. one coming out from here today as well. <laughs> um, but I hear that he was pushed. Right. And, and it's weird, though, isn't it, Chips? Because I've also heard that maybe only a third of the team, I may be wrong, but I'm hearing that maybe only a third of the Jackies team will be re-signed. Well, I know that the way basketball operates is on one-year contracts generally. Yeah. They'll, they'll sign a couple to longer-period contracts, and it's a pretty transient game basketball. We're so used to seeing our AFL teams yeah. and our cricketers sign on for two- and three-year contracts and having to only negotiate one or two to five players at the end of a season. With the basketball, they're transient. They, they like to play at different environments. They like to play at different franchises. So I'm not shocked in that. I don't think there's trouble at the Jackies by any means. I think Scott Roth, the coach, is one of the more important uh, pillars of what we're trying to build here at the Jackies. And people come and go. We saw that last year with Josh Adams. He left and, and we replaced him with Milton Doyle, who was an MVP this year at the Jackies and, and a first starting five in the NBL team of the year. So I, I, I'm not too worried about that. It's a, little, it's a little surprising, I think, that Simon Brookhouse has been asked to yeah. move on. Yeah. Anyway. We'll keep, do you know anything, Hobart? Please. I love, I love it when you fill us in. You can stay anonymous. 0488881073 is the text. This is Woody and Tubes. Yes, it is Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Hey there, Justin, with you this morning. But it's not just me. We still have Woody and Tubes. But uh, the guys out and about enjoying, I, I think Tubes at least, is just trying to get some free food. Yeah, he's just walking back now. He is so hard to control. Yeah, I need ready. to have him in like a pen that people put toddlers when they wander off. They're not That's ready. what I need, a oh, six-foot yeah. pen get because one of those, you um, keep losing you. Get one of those harnesses with the long lead, you know, with the retractable <laughs> lead. Start treating me like Mr Chunky Pants and, and uh, my lady, your dogs. Yeah, they are my They'd dogs. They probably get treated better than me, That's actually, it. to be honest. <laughs> Um, we are at the house that Tassie built. It's going to be auctioned off for to raise funds for our young and vulnerable Tasmanians and help them get a head start in the building industry. We'll have more details on that, but over 100 contractors, volunteers, all going to be here today, Tubes. The Build Up Tassie Charity House, which we've seen from the very start to the near completion. I think they must, they must be close to just starting the landscape here. Yeah, that's happening today. Is it? This is the longest time Tubes has been on a building site because he got fired as a bricklayer. After two Come hours. On. That's a true story That's we'll be telling later. Fired. Yes, you I, did. We mutually parted is how it went and <laughs> I didn't last real long, no. But this is magnificent out here. One thing that I love, Woody, yeah. is that we can see the sunrise. We don't usually get to see the sunrise from where our studios. We look the opposite way because we're looking west. Yeah. Aren't we, in the studio. I love sunrises. Great chat, man. Well, <laughs> If you would like, and you're so get... hard done by with this view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it so sucks being in Melville Street looking out at the mountain. I'm not whinging. I'm just saying it's a unique experience to be able to see the sunrise. Where have again. you gone? I need that retractable lead. I've lost him again. <laughs> no. I don't know where he is. He's just a voice just, in my head. That wondering. is the stuff of nightmares. Just wondering. <laughs> you know you have dreams about me. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. We are at the house that Tassie built, JCP. We're broadcasting live from Hurston Cove. It's incredible to be here. We were here when the first shovel went into the ground and then everyone nicked off after the photo op. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but 
today is a breakfast from seven because it's celebrating a hundred people that have touched this house. A hundred people have been involved, Chips. One hundred different tradies, suppliers and community members that have helped build the Build Up Tassie Charity House. Um, Woody, I'm, Don't you like, dare come back like here. I the, there's a lot of tradies over on the spare block over the back here. I'm going to go and just see what there is to eat. This I'll be is back. Oh, you, you'll be right. He's you going over to get the breakfast. Right. The breakfast is happening. It was so I... funny, JCP. We went to another event once and he tried to get a sausage and the woman slapped him on the hand and said, <laughs> they're not till midday. And I've never seen a six foot seven man cower so fast. That was not very cool. Uh, oh, you I'm can still, still hear us. Yeah, I'm just, uh, and I'm I, bet, going, I, I bet he's still got the sausage day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was out of range. This is Woody and Tubes. It's triple M it is Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Woody and Tubes out at what Herdsman's Cove today. So uh, yes. the house that Tassie built. Well, the yeah, build-up Tassie house. we're broadcasting live. Yeah. Yes, we're broadcasting <laughs> live, and I'm talking all the way over the top of you. I should know better, JCP. Uh, yeah, we're doing breakfast from, well, about now, actually. So Build Up Tassie, it's an incredible organisation. There's over 100 contractors, volunteers that have helped to build this house in Herdsman's Cove. It will go on the market shortly and all those proceeds will go to helping and supporting Tassie's young and vulnerable kids, Tubes. I don't know where Tubes is, but get this, JCP. Tubes rocks up. He walks around the building site like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm currently doing it. I'm His Blunstons are polished. Yeah, on purpose. They are. Yeah. They're on not purpose. even scuffed. I polished them up last night. And Thank I you very much. bet you they're not steel cap. No, they're not. No. They're, I'm in my casual Sunday go meeting blunnies that I've polished up and just having a walk around the building site. He was a tradie for half a day. No, it, was well, it half a day, Tubes? Settle down. No, yeah, tell tell I about the story. Just taking me back right now to my time on the building site as a brickie, (laughs) brickie's labourer, where I laboured with bricks for about six hours Yep, and then never went back. No, tell me. It was too hard. Tell the proper story about how many bricks you could carry versus the brickie. Well, the brickie had this little handbrake thing that you put over six bricks and he'd carry two of them. So he was carrying 12 bricks at a time. One in each hand, so a little like like a handbrake that would pull on these bricks. And I picked up one of them with two hands, and I said to him, "How are you doing this?" He said, "Come on, mate, just grab both." And I couldn't do it, so I didn't with those forearms, you couldn't do it with those beautiful forearms of yours. I sculpt my I sculpt my forearms in different ways to lift and bricks. Let me tell you, but he was making oh. me toss bricks from one from the ground level up to the second something. level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I do in my private time is... Okay, boys. No, this is not... No. Get your hand off it. Let's talk about the fact that, in the end, it was easier for you to throw a brick up yep. and for him to catch it. It was faster doing it that way he said, than allowing choose. He said, stop mucking around with those things and just chuck them to me. So I was hurling bricks for six hours. And after that, I said, no, thank you. Not for me. Did not go back. I think he was a little disappointed. Uh, Harvey, up on the northwest coast. Apologies, I couldn't be a Bricky's labourer for longer than six hours. Mom? And that still is a house that hasn't been built. My no, first, still, he's, what's yours, Jason? I was going to say my first job was uh, I lasted shorter than that. It was uh, working in a butcher's <laughs> as a teenager, and I rocked up. It was an after-school gig, 
and uh, it was the most awful experience of my life. I lasted an hour and never, ever went back at all. Never returned a call. <laughs> Nothing. I was never going back there again. They were throwing things at me and <laughs> it was just... Oh, really? Oh, it was dreadful. Dreadful. I guess that's the good thing about the build-up Tassie charity, Woody. Is we're not that, building it? No, we're not building it, but it is giving, it is giving kids out there an opportunity to go out and do exactly what I did and understand whether it's for them. So there's kids that try plumbing, bricklaying, labouring, uh, fence-making, roofers, went glazes. They give everyone a chance to try these different things, and that's what the Build Up Tassie Charity House is all about, raising funds to give kids those opportunities. Go out and have a try and get into the construction industry, but try something to make sure it's something they like. Yeah. Absolutely, tubes. Well said. Um, <laughs> and last longer than six hours. <laughs> that's it. I'd love to hear from Hobart. What's your shortest job? One triple three five three or text oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Mine was as an Avon lady, but I'll tell you that later. <laughs> Avon lady. Yeah. No. What Avon okay. calling? You did that. I yeah, want, for I want like that a info. week, and then. Well, yeah, I won't do it now. <laughs> We are broadcasting live today from Herdsman Cove. It is the house that Tassie built, Tubes. All the proceeds will go to build up Tassie, which helps to support our young and vulnerable Tasmanians. Get a kickstart in the industry. Over 100 people at this breakfast today. Yeah, can't wait to interact with all those suppliers and contributors to this build up Tassie charity house. But one of the people that we started our journey with here at Triple M and build up Tassie is Adrian Broomhall, who is a coach at Build Up Tassie. Adrian, you must be so proud about what's happening right in front of your eyes here. Absolutely, Tubes. And so thanks for having us here this morning, Woody and Tubes. It's uh, it's so great to be here and see the progress of this uh, this amazing project and also to celebrate with all the people that have supported us along the journey. It's what? a mammoth. Sorry, Tubes. It's mammoth. To build a house is huge, but then to do it and rely on so many donations so that the proceeds can go to helping these young and vulnerable kids, it, does it just take you aback every time you do this? We were talking just earlier today about the fact that our subcontractor network and supply network are just incredible. Every time we go to them with a request for support, there is never a question. It's just, yep, what do you need and when do you need it? And we're just so grateful for that. What does this mean to the Build Up Tassie program exactly? Well, the sale of this uh, this charity home here today uh, will be supporting 50 young Tasmanians into our Build Up Tassie Work Readiness Program, so providing opportunities to try construction-related tasks and see whether or not that's a career for them. And you're changing those lives, you know. You're changing lives of kids that haven't been given a fair start, right? So it's generational change. That must be so rewarding to see. It's, it's so great to be a part of what we do and have the support to, to make it happen and the outcomes are amazing and, and we talk about case studies and things like that but they're genuine stories that are life-changing as you say and um, it's just so great to be a part of this program. So where are we at? I mean there's a still a little bit of landscaping to go but we're really nearing completion of the Build Up Tassie Charity House, right? We're aiming to be complete by the end of next week. So I know you look here today and feel like there's a lot of work to yep. be done, but we'll have in excess of 40 young people here today, all of our apprentices, our Build Up Tassie crew, amongst coaches and, uh, and other people as well. And this, there'll be a huge transformation here by the end of the day. We're going to have some pictures up on socials. When are we expecting it to go on the market? 
So our first open home is scheduled for the 31st of this month. So we'll have photos and and uh, all the marketing for the, the sale of the property um, in uh, the week after next, and then uh, we'll roll straight through into the sale period. Yeah. It's been a humbling experience for me to be a part of this in such a small capacity, Adrian. I love what Build Up Tassie stand for. I love the fact that you are supporting those kids and young people out there that have had a rough start in life and giving them, like you said, a hand up, not a hand out. Uh, thanks so much for being a part of it and allowing us to be, like I said, a small part of what you, you're achieving out here. No, we're absolutely grateful for your support and uh, and obviously the support of all our contractors and suppliers as well. So yeah. thanks very much. Thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. You know how you normally do tea sauce? Tubes is spin on sport, yeah. Can I do sport today? Yeah, so woosos. Woody's. It is what? Woosos. What's this? Woody's spin on sport. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Well, so, who knows where this is going because you haven't told me anything. Have you heard about, about slap fighting? Ah, uh, yes. You have heard about this? Yeah. This. So, you're a fan of UFC, aren't you? Oh, uh, look, I, I, no. I, That's I the fake fighting, isn't it's it? It's not fake fighting. I like. No, w- it is. I like wrestling. That's WWE. UFC's real. What, so, UFC's what does it stand like for then? I've forgotten. Ultimate Fighting Championship. Right. So, well, the CEO, the head guy from there... Dana White. He... Yeah, you, so you do know about it. You pretended you don't. <laughs> I don't know about what... You, I didn't know where you were going with it, no. Um, he said the next big thing in combat sports is slap fighting. He says it's a home run. So competitors stand rigidly upright tubes mm. with their hands behind their backs mm. waiting to absorb a brutal slap in the face. Not for me. When the open-handed blow is delivered, there's a sharp report or reaction that can be dramatic. So some just stand there and take it. Yep. The others fall backwards. Some people have even been knocked out yeah, I'm not surprised. by being slapped. slapped. in the face. And it's, it's pretty brutal stuff, Woods. It's pretty hectic. I've seen bits and pieces of it on the socials and stuff. It's, it, to me, it's a... I don't know. Crazy. But there, there must be there must be a method then to the slap because he's oh. saying it's a martial arts um, competition. Well, which you know martial arts takes a long time. It's gone viral. So some of these videos have gone viral. There's one from a guy from Eastern Europe yeah. who shows him continuing to compete after half of his face swells up. Yeah. So again, head head. Injuries are so so dangerous, and to me, I just—it's not for me. I I don't see any point in it. Some people out there are thriving on it, obviously, but to me, it's one of those things. It's just maybe we leave that alone. It sounds like the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) No, it actually does. Who's going to sponsor slap fighting? I think there are some crazy people out there that do it, let alone sponsor it. Maybe I'll just leave the tubes and spit on sport to you next time. Then that might be good. I tried to bring you the latest sports craze, but don't try this at home. I've got to say that because if I don't say that, then we'll get sued, and then I'll be in trouble. We are broadcasting live, and I will be slapped with a fine. We are broadcasting live. from the Build Up Chazzy <laughs> Charity House out at Herdsman's Cove. Money raised from this house that's been totally donated. Every little piece of this house has been donated by suppliers of the Build Up Tassie Charity Supply House. Going to vulnerable kids here in Hobart to help them get a start in construction industry. It's Triple M Breakfast. 
We love it when you just drop by Hobart. We love it when you call us, one triple three five three. And when we're out and about, we love it when you stop by. <laughs> well, I'm out here at the build-up Chazzy house with John. John, 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 this is unbelievable. This, I'm just looking at some photos of his Carlton suite. He's got a Carlton room dedicated to the blues. What's, what do you love about the blues? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been a supporter of them for the last 50 years and, yeah, just love them. I'm just looking at his car here, Woods. He's got Cripper on his number plates. He's got a personalised uh, garage door. Oh, my God, it's a mural. Who's on there? Oh, my God. Cripps and Walsh. Cripps and oh, Walsh. Cripps, but, yeah, Cripps has been a bit no good lately, hasn't he? T- he won I the would have benched him. last yeah, year, but that was really... Look at all these but... footy jumpers. He's got Charlie Kernow in there. He's got a Carlton mat. He's got Cripper. Jumpers galore. <gasps> is that a... That is a Colton rug. I yeah, didn't even Colton know... Rug. Where did you get all this stuff from? I didn't even know you could get this kind of... Um, I go on to auctions and um, just partner goes online and get stuff and that. That's and how, how does... She, sorry? That's me doors to me room. His doors to his room That's are... Captain of, Carlton. Captain is, Carlton's on there. And, and li- life-sized. you got the uh, Indigenous Guernseys. Now, the big question is, have you got a blues tattoo? Yes. Where? Oh, just be careful where you're showing me, mate. <laughs> uh, can I look? All the premierships on his legs. <gasps> Crips and Silvani signatures. I thought I was a big fan, Woody. This oh my god, nothing. you've got signatures tattooed on your legs. Correct. Now, how does your partner? It looks like a store. If you've ever been into an AFL merch store, it looks like that, but everything's Carlton. He's got a Carlton petrol pump. The, how did you get a Carlton petrol pump? Oh, I had that made from a bloke on the mainland. So you've, this is amazing. How does your partner feel? Uh, she hasn't got a real lot to say about it. If it, beca- <laughs> if it came down to being, mate, you've got to get rid of your Colton stuff or I'm leaving, what would you do? Um, say goodbye. <laughs> I love it, I love it. I actually can't. Can we steal some of these pictures and put them up online? Yeah. This is the most incredible thing. I've ever there's, seen. There's the tats again. Oh, my goodness. He's got tattoos of their signatures on his legs. I'll tell you one thing he's going to have to do, Woody. He's going to have to make a little bit more room on that leg because I reckon we're up for a three-beat the blues. <laughs> I reckon <laughs> we're going all right, don't you, Jono? Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Jono, thanks for coming down. We are at the Build Up Tassie Charity House that is going to be celebrating all of those donations that all of the traders have made to make this charity house a reality. It's not too far away from completion. The auction's going to be auctioned off to raise money for the Build Up Tassie charity, which encourages young and vulnerable Tasmanians to get into the construction industry woods. It's Friday. I want to go to your house, Jono, for a beer after this. <laughs> no, I, I want to live. I want to crawl inside and I want to live in your Colton room. If anyone doesn't know, Tubes and I are both mad Colton, please. That's about the only thing we agree on. And if there's anyone that loves a 9.15am beer, it's, <laughs> it's Esther Woody Nichols. Hey, it's, it's, hard a, it's hard on a job site. Triple M breakfast. Peter 44, Australia's number one entertainment reporter, 40. Good morning to you both. 40, the Oscar nominees who are going to be landowners in Australia. Who are we talking about? Well, everybody who gets a gift bag. So the Oscars are Monday. And you know these incredible <gasps> gift bags they get given that you get vouchers for a free facelift and liposuction and an overseas holiday and whatever. You're going to get a voucher to say you own a piece of land in Queensland. And it's this company called Pieces of Australia. And I've seen it done before where you can own a piece of land in Scotland and it costs you like 100 bucks or 200 bucks. And you also, with that one, you get a title, like you become Lord or Lady. But with the Queensland one, you don't get that. You just get this piece of land, which is one square metre, 
Uh, the catch is you can never visit it. You obviously can't build on it. You'll never get to see it. But it's a great marketing thing because people will think, oh, yeah, I can't think of what to buy someone for their birthday. Someone has got everything. I know, I'll get them one of these stupid vouchers. And so these crowd in Queensland are going to make an absolute fortune. And that's why they want to be a part of the gift bag thing. So it's not even like about conservation. It's just about owning a square metre bit of land that you can't do anything with. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of conservation, actually, because there's talk about it being on an area where they're building gas pipes and it might be indigenous sacred land. and So you can just see it's going to really blow up in someone's face and all these celebrities are going to be accused of being a part of it, even though all they care about is suddenly someone's dumped this bag full of free stuff on their front doorstep. That's all they really want to know about. Yeah, right. Yeah, weird stuff. Hey, Jimmy Barnes has had hit surgery and he's got a new project on the go. Yeah, well, we knew he couldn't hold him down for too long, right? So he's got, he's bounced back, you know, after the hip surgery, just come back from a holiday in Thailand. It's been absolutely fantastic. He's got a new album coming out, but it's an album with a real difference because it's going to be rockabilly music. And he's got this new group that he's put together called the Barnes Stormers. And he's doing it with Slim Jim Phantom of the Stray Cats and also Chris Cheney from The Living End and a bloke called Jules Holland. Don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's like a mm. legend in England. Does a lot of big TV shows with all the big-name stars. And they have put this album together called The Barnes Stormers, which doesn't come out till May, so still a bit of time. Then they are planning to go on the road as well. So, yeah, Jimmy Barnes with a whole new sound. And you're flying out to L.A. this morning, Forty. I am. I'm going to collect my piece of land in Queensland <laughs> with my <laughs> gift pack. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm flying out. So when I talk to you next week, I'll be in Los Angeles for the Oscars on Monday. Oh, how oh, exciting, Forty. Thank you so much. We'll chat with you then. Have a good day. This is Woody and Tubes. We have been asking this morning on one triple three five three, the shortest job you've ever had. I didn't realise until earlier that yours, Tubes, was as a bricklayer. Well... For six hours. Yeah, six hours I lasted as a brickie. It just, I'm having flashbacks out here on this building you are site. Not. He's got, let me just say this on this building site. He has got fake blunnies yeah, that are blunnies. polished. They're not steel cap. Yeah, that means mean, you're not a builder. If you look around, there's lots of people here with blunnies on and they're all nicely polished because no, it's, it's not a work site. No, and also, so what happened, if anyone missed it, is Tubes tried to work as a brickie and he couldn't pick up the, the bricks. So you'd carry about eight at a time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I think I carried six and the actual brickie could carry 12. So I was so the brickie operating 50%. said it's actually faster if you just throw them up to me, Tubes, and that's what he ended up doing. I yeah. was an Avon lady and it only lasted for about a week because people started sending stuff back. Like the paperwork to be an Avon lady is ridiculous. I'd put the order in, that's fine. But all these people, I don't want this colour, send this back. Have they got a different shade? And I just quit. I just did a runner and quit. Fair enough. Angela from Granton is on the line with a story about the shortest job you've ever had. Good morning, Angela. What's your shortest job? I'm a receptionist at a real estate. How long did you last? Three days. Did you do it, <laughs> Angela? Or what was it that made you just go, not for me, thanks, I'm out? Um, there was two older guys I worked for and I was just really domineering and expecting me to do everything for them. And I just thought, no way, I'm not doing this for them. Good on you. Good I on hope you. you did a runner too. More power to yeah. you. Absolutely. Hopefully you yeah. rated the stationary cupboard on your way out too, Angela. <laughs> <laughs>
I do know someone that was treated badly and he stole the wheelie bins and all the toilet paper and it was like a reception. <laughs> he just put it all in the wheelie bins and took off. I actually have a confession to make. What? My shortest job isn't my brickie. What I is actually it? was going to be a harvester of broccoli and I drove what? into the farm. So we, my brother and I started a job. Mum had lined it up with some friends. They said, just drive out to this farm and... I drove into the driveway, I took one look at the place, and I drove straight back out. <laughs> it didn't even last a second. It was, Mum was so angry when she found out, but Why? we drove in and drove out, and that was that. Why did you, what was bad about it? It just wasn't for me. And you hate broccoli. <laughs> no, I love broccoli, but I just wasn't going to be bending over, picking it uh, up off the ground. It's Peace Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Angela, you've got a ticket in the meat tray. Thanks very much. Bye. Triple M Breakfast. Today's best on show, Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes, Tazzy Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable. It is Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. We are live and local at Herdsman's Cove for the build-up Tazzy Charity House. More details on that shortly. Basically, it's a house that's being built. All the proceeds will go towards helping our young and vulnerable Tasmanians get a head start in life after an unfair start tubes. Alright, we've got two contestants here. What's your name? Uh, Connor. This is Connor. We're playing Tassie Trivia. And your name? Nikki. Nikki. Your names are your buzzers, guys. This is for $100 thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Can I just ask, are you both apprentices? Well, Connor's an apprentice, aren't you, Connor? Yeah, I'm an apprentice, yep. And you've come through the build-up Tassie? Yeah, I've come through the build-up Tassie and I'm a plumbing apprentice, so. Yeah. Well done, Connor. And Nikki, you are involved with? Uh, Build-up Tassie program. And what have you started doing? Um, building a cubby house. Brilliant. Love Excellent it. stuff. Love that. All right, this is it. Trivia. I'm going to ask you three questions. You buzz in with your name. This is for $100 cash. They're multiple choice, okay? So they're not too hard. They're actually very easy. Here we go. Question number one. In which Hobart suburb will you find the build-up Tassie charity house that Woody and Tubes are broadcasting <laughs> live from this morning? Is it A, Old Beach, or B, Herdsman's Cove? Connor. Connor. B, Herdsman's Cove. Well done, Nikki. You've got to be a bit louder than that. Here we go. Question number two. Oh, this one's... This one's pretty difficult. Question number two. Connor's in front with one. What is the name of the current governor of Tasmania? Is it A, Barbara Barker, B, Bob Barker? Nikki. Nikki. A? A is correct. We're going down to a tiebreaker. Here we go. Question number three. What is the name of the main road? That will take you from Newtown Road slash Elizabeth Street intersection into Lena Valley. Is it A, Augusta Road, or B, Springfield Avenue? Nikki. Nikki, just? A. A, Augusta Road is correct. Nikki, you've won 100 bucks thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. What are you going to do with the cash? Shopping, I reckon. Oh, yeah. I love it. You had to think about it. Make sure you treat yourself, Nikki. We'll be doing it all again on Monday. Uh, sorry, Tuesday, Woody, because yeah. Monday's a public holiday with a carryover champ for 200 bucks. This is Woody and Tubes. We've got two of the participants in the Build Up Tassie program. Jackson, hello, good morning. Hello, how are you going, Shoebs? We're going great. And Darius, good morning to you. How's it going? We're going great. Now, fellas, you're in the Build Up Tassie program right now. How did you get involved, Jackson? Uh, I just got told about it through a family friend and, yeah, they came to the interview day and thought, this is, this is it for me. And what about you, Darius? What made you want to get up and get involved in Build Up Tassie? Um, well, yeah, I had a similar um, entrance, so family friend and 
it sounded like a great idea to experience a bunch of different trades and meet some people, make connections, and I thought, why not? And, yeah, I got in, and it's been great. And how have things changed for you both since joining the program? Like, had you thought about being in the industry before, or um, how's your life changed? Well, I wanted to originally go to the Defence Force, yep. and then I did a bit of construction at school, and I thought that this course would just be a good way to really test and see if I would enjoy the construction industry, and I guess that... It's what I want to do for a life now, and you know I love carpentry, I love cutting wood. So no, it's nothing crazy, but I enjoy it. it. Keeps me occupied, and I guess it's my passion. And what about you, Darius? What trades have you tried so far? Um, well, thus far, I guess I've tried carpentry, because um, yeah, most people tend to try carpentry when you go into the trade industry. Um, I guess haven't had much of a chance trying others so far but as soon as the work placement starts I'll have plenty of things different give, different to give a go um, like electrical, plumbing, um, joinery, you do bricklaying, yeah a bunch of different trades looking forward to it. So awesome Woody and that's what Build Up Tassie is all about getting these young guys into the trades and, and females too there's a lot of females up Absolutely. here at the breakfast enjoying celebrating this Build Up Tassie charity house that will be auctioned off to raise funds to put Young people like Jackson and Darius through the program at Build Up Tassie. Yeah, if you want more info, it'll be up on the socials. But we are at Herdsman Cove. What a morning, Tubes. I'd love to do a brick off. A brick off. I'd just love to see who What's... can who can run with the most bricks. Tubes only lasted half a day as a bricklayer. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a crack at being a bricky, Jackson. <laughs> Pardon? Have you had a crack at being a bricklayer? Uh, not yet, but I don't think I want to either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's triple. We are live at the Brekkie for Build Up Tassie Charity House in Herdsman's Cove. Over 100 people here, Tubes, that have helped build this house, which when sold, all the proceeds will go towards helping our young and most vulnerable Tassie kids get a kickstart in the industry. Yeah, amazing. It's it's so great to see so many people out here with this Build Up Tassie Charity House. We've got the CEO of St Joseph's Affordable Homes and Centre Care Evolve Housing, Ben Wilson here with us live. Mate, what does this mean to you to see so many people supporting such a great charity? Oh, look, it's fantastic to see everybody come together, all the local suppliers and uh, trades and particularly our apprentices and, and our own on-site trades come together in collaboration to build this really important project uh, to raise funds for our Build Up Tassie program. Is it overwhelming to see this many people here that have, that have been involved? It is very overwhelming support across the business but particularly with the apprentice outcomes we're trying to achieve in build up Tassie has been phenomenal so every business has got behind it and at the end of the day we've built a fantastic home at, at to no cost uh, to raise funds for this great program and we've met we've been lucky enough this morning tubes haven't we to meet quite a few of those apprentices that have gone through the build up Tassie program and have said how it's changed their life uh, for the future and generations to come. So that's just must be... So I don't even know how you put that into words when you see that individual. It's not a statistic. It's actually people and individuals whose lives you're changing. Yeah, it's interesting you say statistic. Like There is a lot of statistics in the yeah. industry that are positive and some negative, but at the end of the day, we're seeing each of these apprentices and trainees as the individuals they are and yeah. working with them about building their life skills as well as their career opportunities, and they've grabbed them with both hands, and it's just amazing to see their attitudes towards that. And the sector needs these young people to, to thrive and to be successful, and, and we're working with them individually and together, and to see them collaborate with the landscaping here together and work together and enjoy each other's company is really what it's about for us. What's the long-term goal for you guys? 
A long-term goal is to continue to provide these opportunities for young people um, and continue to see them strive in the industry. We hope that they're builders of the future. We hope they're young business owners of the future or, or they stay with us as a, as a, as a contractor into the future. You know, the, the opportunities are there for them. We don't set that. We want to support them to get their best outcomes in their life and, and where they need to be. Well... Ben Wilson, you've created something incredible here along with so many people that have collaborated to make this happen. We appreciate your time on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thank you and thanks very much for your time. This is Woody and Tubes. The guys had some awesome calls throughout the week. Let's relive some of them. Richard's Texas in Highwood in Tubes. Why don't you auction off one of the Alliance bars to raise money for Variety Taz? They're like a double deck of Snickers. They were made exclusively in Tasmania, and the store that stocked them is closed. So yes. we've got the last ones in the world. The CEO of Variety Tasmania, Mohammed Alderingham. I'd like to start the bidding. Tubes would like to start it with a hundred bucks. <laughs> Wow. That's um, my pleasure. Uh, <laughs> Every single dollar raised from this auction will go directly into our breakfast program. And just for context, 50 cents will feed a child for a day. Richard in Brighton. I think I'd like to take it up to 175. Well, I've got a special needs daughter and obviously Variety were there in the very early stages of providing support and fundraising for us as a family. So I think the least we could do is give back to this charity and as a community and there's lots of needy kids out there and we've been fortunate to be touched by Variety. Got a text. It says Highwood in tubes. Dazza from Claremont here. I bid two hundred bucks for the Alliance bar. Robbie Isles. We want to make a bid just on behalf of Dan Jones Rosny and the team there. We want to bid two twenty. Just wondering if you want to share one with me, mate. Mate, you never know where it might end up. Here's I know Robbie. where it'll end up if he sniffs it out, mate. Dean in Rose Bay from Lambcon Constructions. Give me a go at $300, thanks. $150 a bar. Hopefully I'll get him and I'll get to taste one. Deborah just won Tassie trivia and 100 bucks along with it. You were going to go and treat yourself, Deborah, but you've had a change of heart. Oh, well, if it feeds 200 instead of two, that'd be better. Oh, Deborah, you're going to donate your $100 to Variety. That'll be a nice treat for the kids. Going, going. Congratulations to Scott in Brighton. $400 it went for. So over a thousand meals for yeah. Tassie kids, which is unbelievable. So come on. The Proclaimers are coming to Hobart, one of the lead singers. Great to talk to you, Charlie. I am going to be taking my mum to this concert. Do you find they get naughtier the older they get? Because <laughs> I can't guarantee one that she'll be wearing a bra or two that she won't throw it on stage. <laughs> Take a look at your mum. Take a look at her general demeanour and think that's going to be me in 25 years. <laughs> I think it's thing. kind of me now. That's a sad thing. <laughs> Simone in Glen Lusk. Have you got someone older in your life that misbehaves? It was my mum. She certainly misbehaved at my wedding, that's for sure. We all had a little bit too much champagne and when we got out to the car park, she started vomiting in the gutter and I was holding her hair up. So she wouldn't get her vomiting. Terry in Glenorchy. My um, then she's 88 now, but she started having mobility issues about 15 years ago, and she she sent me down to the shop to buy the Sunday paper, and she said, now pinch out another TV guide of another paper and put it in the paper, so only Vera can get one as well. <laughs> said, oh my God! I said, man, that's stealing. 
Celebrating International Women's Day and we have already heard from leading Tassie females in health, sport and construction. Mel Ransley, who is Build Up Tassie head coach. I'm a carpenter by trade. When I first started, I think I was maybe one of two women within about 80 men. So that was quite intimidating. Working with all men, even looking at a man in the eye was a bit terrifying for me. Dr. Kirsten Conan, a Hobart specialist, obstetrician and gynaecologist. Still in the workplace now, surgical instruments are made for male hands. And so often I can't close the handpiece when I'm doing a hysterectomy. I've got to get someone else who's next to me to press the button. But those kind of things should be really up to date these days, but should have always been created for both men and women equally. Tassie Tigers captain Elise Villani. The only reason I got into cricket is because I've got three older brothers. In the backyard, we were playing cricket and I sort of fell into it that way. The very first cricket team that I played in, I was the only girl in the entire competition. Used to get really embarrassed at school saying that I was playing cricket on the weekend because it wasn't a, a dumb thing that a female would do. Celebrating International Women's Day. For taking nominations, Rog, in Eldersley's, who would you like to nominate? My mother-in-law, Cheryl, is a farmer's wife and worked through the 67 bushfires, flood. Penny in Eubina. I'd like to nominate Kylie Eastley, my sister. She looks after animals that have been injured on the road, rehabilitates them and puts them back out in the wild. If she ever needs a hand... I'll let her know. What do you let her know? <laughs> and that's no word of a lie. Max, you're in Claremont. Who would you like to nominate? I'd like to nominate my wife, thank you. Oh, how long have you been married for, Max? Uh, 63 years, and she's just a beautiful person. And she worries about everybody else but herself. Neil in Dodgers Ferry. I'd like to nominate Esther, the pharmacist down at Tasman Pharmacy down in Newbina. She just goes above and beyond, bloody awesome job, and everyone misses her when she's not there. Rodney, who would you like to nominate? My wife of... 27 years, my two daughters and my three granddaughters are all legends. Alish in Kingston. I would like to nominate Jess Palmer. I work with Jess, but she does everything for everybody and she's just got the most beautiful personality. G'day, John. Would you like to nominate any females in your life for International Women's Day? My wife, Natalie. It's been torture, but... For her, perhaps, (laughs) John. Hold on, mate. Hold on. It's been a big one this morning. <laughs> oh, it's been amazing, JCP. The built-up Tassie charity house out here at Herdsman's Cove is nearly finished. There's about 40 tradies out the back about to spread a whole heap of dirt and FCR, lay some pavers, do some gardening. It's been an amazing morning out here. We've fed about 150 different tradies, volunteers and supplies here for the built-up Tassie charity house that gives 50 young and vulnerable Tasmanians a pathway to a career in the building industry. It's just been a real humbling experience to be a part of, Woody. Well, you know, I've got goosebumps and I'm wearing two puffer jackets. And <laughs> No, but really, I say that legitimately. We've met female tradies, male tradies. Uh, there's people from all different types of local businesses. There's so many incredible Tasmanians involved in this. And I feel just really lucky to have been able to speak with some of those trainees that have gone through the program and are now becoming qualified electricians, carpenters, tubes, and have said it's literally changed their life. Yeah, there'll be more stories all throughout next week as well on this Build Up Tassie Charity House. We've had a great morning. I've eaten some of the most delicious nut slice I've ever had in my life. I think it might be the New Alliance Bar. You are like... 
You I, are, you're like a Labrador just following people around at, outside of like... Ugh, following people around waiting for a crumb to drop. Uh, and you like, also... It's actually look, quite awkward because when walk, I eat... If people are going to walk past me with a tray full of food saying... Do you want some of these tubes? It's a yes from me. No, but it's always going to be a yes from me. Food is great. Food's one of the things I like to treat myself with every single day. So don't give me garbage about it. You were indulging too. You had a great time. But it's all about the build-up Tassie Charity House here today. I can't, I can't wait to see how they raise for this once they get the open home, which happens at the end of the month too, Woody, which is incredible that for they're going to have it ready to go. You missed. It'll be up on the listener app, L-A-S-T-N-R. Free to download and then just search Woody and Shoes. All the pics will be up on the socials as well, Triple M Hobart. Have a great weekend, everyone. Long weekend if you've got it. And don't forget, you can text us right across at Tubes. 0488881073 is the text line. We'll catch you Tuesday. Bye. Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.